Bro. Welcome to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuss. Tonight we'll be discussing NXT TakeOver in your house. So stay tuned and join the Brotherhood and I as we break down the card and have nice discussion about every match and even make a prediction. So stay tuned and I hope you enjoy. This Sunday, I cannot wait for a TakeOver in your house. The Queen, Charlotte Flair, battles Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai in a Women's Championship Triple Threat match. While Finn Balor goes head-to-head -head with Damian Priest. And Adam Cole looks to shatter Velveteen's dream of becoming NXT Champion. NXT takes over your house. Welcome back to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuss. Tonight I'm joined by other members of the Brotherhood. Formerly the Beast of Wrestling, we became the Brotherhood now. It flows a little better. So tonight we're going to be discussing a pay-per-view that has not been in WWE since 1999. Joe was two years old when the last time they Hello. had it in your house. I was eight years old. My nephew was not even born the last time. <laughs> so I am joined by Mr. Straight Edge himself. Say hello. Hello. I'm joined by Little Cuz. Hello. And Matty Ice. Woo! I like the enthusiasm. So uh... I, I did not realize it had been almost 21 years since this pay-per-view was even in the th in the company. Because I didn't realize it only ran for four years, from 95 to 99. I thought the way they make it look like it went on for a decade or more. Yeah, you're not but, wrong there. But they used In Your House yeah. to go between each of the four big pay-per-views. So everything was In Your House. <laughs> so tonight it, we're going to... Go ahead. I was like, as long as you have closed-circuit closed TV, it was In Your House. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So they have decided to do NXT TakeOver, which is normally a phenomenal pay-per-view. And almost 100% better than the main roster pay-per-view. So I'm glad this time they've decided to put it on different weekends. So we don't have to sit through NXT, which was great, and the WWE main card, which is bleh. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong, gentlemen. I can't. So we've got some very interesting matches on this card, and one that was added just this Wednesday. So we're going to start off with the match that could lead off the show because it's the only one on here that looks like it's worthy to lead off. The newly announced six-women tag match. Shotzi Blackheart versus Tegan Knox versus Mia Yim. Hold on. Repeat that again, Zach. We got it. Shotzi Blackheart teams with Tegan Knox and Mia Yim against Raquel, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae. This match just seems out of the blue. I was expecting a Mia Yim, Candice LeRae match since they're having their weird love triangle feud. But I was not expecting a six-woman tag match. They probably... Yeah, let's say they probably didn't no expect it either. I mean, we have yet to get a payoff between Knox and Dakota Kai. Yet to get that. And Shotzi Blackheart and Raquel have a weird thing going. And then LeRae and Yim do... So, naturally, let's throw all six of them in the same match. Would you rather watch all six of them in the same match or three separate, separate matches? Than all six in one match. 
because it, the only one to me worthy of a pay-per-view at this point would be Yim and LeRae. The rest of them can be done on Wednesday night for NXT. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say Yim and LeRae. I would say more Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai because that feud's a little more So dangerous. what are you, what is y'all's predictions for this match? We'll start with Matt. Um, honestly, the way NXT has operated with the baby faces always losing in these types of matches, and even like even a tag team, like it's usually a baby face losing. I think it's the team Hills because of the momentum they have is on their side. So I'm going with the Hill side, which is Larray, Kai, and the other two. Yeah, Rock yeah, Rock All right, Steven, who do you got? I'm going with the same team that Matt did, only for the reason that Larray just went heel and she needs to get more momentum as a heel on her side. All righty. I like it. All right, Joe, who you got? Yeah, same deal. But I'm, go- I'm going, I'm not saying so much that Candace LeRae is going to pin whoever. I- I've got maybe Dakota okay. Kai pinning Tegan Knox. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to be the different one in this. I'm going on the team of Blackheart, Knox, and Mia Yim. For a reason that I will explain for another match later on down the card. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to be the one, the different one in the group. Normally one of these, and it doesn't actually work to be the different one. So, all right, next up. There's always <laughs> Next one. up we have <laughs> Finn Balor versus the Archer of Infamy, Damian Priest. Who do you got, Matt? Well, I have Finn Balor because, honestly, there's no build-up time for this match. I can tell you the last time Finn Balor's been on TV or even Damian's been on TV putting out a promo against each other, I feel like there's nothing there. Okay. And Priest is like Baron Corbin in a way, where he's a big-time heel that doesn't win in big-time matches. All right, I like it. All right, Stephen, who you got? I got Priest. Okay. I I want to see Priest win this so Finn can pull out like a super dark side of his demon persona. What we should have got from Balor Fiend, we should get the... What is it? The... Uh, what is Finn's alter ego? The demon versus the, demon. the Fiend. He needs to the pull demon? that out of him. Yeah. All right, Joe, who you got? I've got Priest. Can, can any of you name the last time Priest won a match on a, on a pay-per-view? Had, what, two, three? He's, he's, had a, he's had a handful, but I don't think he's ever won uh, one. I mean, I, I think that streak continues because, like I said, he's like a Baron Corbin. He's great on the mic. He's a big presence. He's the man that you want to beat the baby face, but never does. Nice. But if he's going to be a big-time heel, you can't have him keep losing yeah. to everybody. That's a man's logic. <laughs> well, I am going with Damian Priest just because of the fact that he has got the upper hand every time. He attacked Balor backstage. He attacked him in the match with Cameron Grimes. And how do you get a, a new heel over? Have him continually win. And then when Finn Balor breaks out the demon, then Finn can win because Priest then doesn't lose a single thing. He keeps that heat on him as a heel. Exactly. So, Matt, you're the oddball out this time. That's fine. (laughs) But I I anticipate this match may steal the card. 
Mm, pee break. <laughs> that's that's, that's the first match. Break. Crap break. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next up, we have Tomasa Champa versus the first pay per view debut of Karrion Cross. Who do you all have? Matt, we'll lead it off with you. Um, I'm going with Cross because they say this is going to be a special match. The word special, for some reason, has always been thrown around between this match. And I think he wins because wind up killing the way they built up Cross during this whole thing. But the real, the cool thing is going to be is seeing how long he can go because everything he's had has been squash matches. Correct. So how long, how long can him and Champa go? All right. And so, I like but I really, I really believe Cross is going to win. All right, Stephen, who you got? I also have Cross because I would, I would love to think that someone backstage is big on Cross for his first takeover to be against Champa. Correct. Triple H is apparently massive on carrying Cross. That's why they brought him in after his failed Impact run. And. To me, this is going to be that sleeper match that steals the show. Okay. All right, Joe, who you got? Cross. It's his first pay per view with the company. You can't have him lose his first. You can't have him lose That's his first big pay per view. <laughs> yeah, that that's a whole different animal, though. He didn't lose his first big pay per view. He just lost his first WrestleMania. Uh, I am also going with Karrion Cross. But I think Tommaso Ciampa joins Cross. I think we get – I would love to see a redone Ministry of Darkness and NXT and Cross and the dark side of Ciampa, the Blackheart, would be perfect together. It is. It's terrifying. And I'll tell you what, gentlemen, I am so excited to see Scarlett Bordeaux at ringside. We bet you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just got a backyard John Deere can't handle, so I love it. <laughs> <Yeehaw>. Boom. You <Yeah. laughs> sounded like Dale Gribble when you said that. That's fine. All right, next up is a match that, to me, makes zero sense, and I'm not a fan of this. NXT Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair, Versus Rhea Ripley versus Io Shirai. <clears throat> Matt, who do you got? All right, so I think this will be a sort of good match because each wrestling style will clash pretty good, I believe. And honestly, this is probably one of the toughest ones to call because Charlotte Flair has been on every show since she won the NXT Championship. Everything but AEW Dynamite, so yeah. I'm shocked she hasn't showed up there. Um, honestly, I believe this experiment is going to come to an end. Yep. And re- like Ripley, she doesn't really gain much from winning the championship other than probably destroying her character as a whole if she gets it. And honestly, I think Shiraz going to win it because she has more to gain from it. And I think Flair goes from NXT to SmackDown. I know it's going to be awful. We'll see Flair and Bailey, but someone has to do something interesting with the SmackDown women's title because they just won the freaking tag champ. And 
I don't get why they're doing the Bailey Sasha thing as friends. I think Flair needs to come in and break that up, and that'd be the her cue to go there. Very nice. So you're going with Io Shirai. I am. Very nice. Right, She's on my roster. Even <laughs> <laughs> who you got? As much as I hate to say it, I think Flair's taking this. Okay. Because this this is going to turn out to be a classic. You know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend or whatever the saying is. And at the finish is going to be something like, you know, people are going to fight over who's going to pin who, and then Charlotte's going to sneak in somehow and cover up or something. Interesting. I like it. It's the flare way. Basically. All right, Joe, who you got? I okay. Not Charlotte. <laughs> Well, that eliminate that makes sixty six percent of this match. So, who you got? <laughs> My whole thing is I don't know who she's going to lock the figure eight in on, but whoever she is, the other one's going to crawl underneath her and like and and pin her shoulders, uh, pin Charlotte's shoulders to the mat and pin her. Okay. Kind kind of like how it was. I don't remember if it was the it was. Survivor Series or not, but. That Charlotte had someone in the figure eight, and Rhea Ripley came in and pinned her shoulders. So, to the mat. are you going with Rhea Shirai or Eo Ripley? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, you got to pick one here, Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> okay. uh, Eo puppies. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm going with Rhea Ripley to win, and hear me out. Raw just lost Becky Lynch. Charlotte needs to go back to Raw full-time because they need a dominant women's star on that roster. Because who's currently... They have Oscar. They have Oscar. But who else? <laughs> like I said... Nia Jax. Nia Jax uh. is like a Booker Del Rio in the ring. He hurts everybody. So they need... for. I, I was a big fan of Flair going to NXT to start with, but just because of ratings, and I understood it. But they need a dominant woman on Raw because we're not going to get Ronda Rousey back with no fans in the crowd. doesn't make logical sense. But Charlotte, well, and, Charlotte and Flair can go in. And WWE's defense, there's no fans in the arena anyway. No. No, they're not. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so, so I'm going with Rhea Ripley to take her NXT title back after she lost it at a pretty good WrestleMania match. I don't, I don't see Charlotte losing it that fast though. And with those promos she did with Sasha and Bailey, I feel like she's going to SmackDown, like Matt said. Yes, I mean she yeah, held she it for held two, it for two months. months, but Raw has Oscar, and that's it. Nia Jax has max massive backstage heat, and SmackDown's got this ridiculous Karen Bailey and Sasha Banks weird thing, and now they're tag champs, and there's desertion among the ranks, and I, I I'm tired of seeing Bailey on TV. I'm tired of her soccer mom crap. She's Bailey. She, she's no, Bailey two belts. God, it's awful. It's just one of these See? things that. I'm not a fan of it just because I don't like the a heel Bailey doesn't work. Never has worked. <laughs> no. No, it hasn't. And it sucks that she it it it, it, it 
her, her heel is like a high school bully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, essentially, they have taken Bailey, the hugger, and made her a Karen. Which I don't care for. I work retail, and those Karens, no, no thank you. I am honestly shocked Bailey has not called the SmackDown GM down to the ring to complain. <laughs> I... Just, just being honest with you, I'm shocked that that's not happened yet. Because all just wait for the SmackDown GM is, I don't even think they really have one at this point. Because it was oh, it's back to the laptop. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which is what it really was before. Isn't it? All right, we Matter got Shane's going to show up. Well, apparently Isn't Shane is not with the company more. He's on the alumni section again, so he is, I guess, left again. So shock of all shocks. Yeah, no big loss. All right, oh, well. next up, the North American Championship, the champion Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Who are you going with? Honestly, I think this is the match that can steal the card. Okay. Um, basically because how Gargano is a smaller heel. It's usually the other way around. The heel's bigger, but now he's, you know, the heel's smaller. Um, honestly... The, the key to this match is going to be how can Gargano, like, get the edge over Lee, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think Lee retains. Okay, I like it. All right, Stephen, who you got? I think Gargano is going to pull this off with the help of his wife. Nice. Because there's no way he can outpower Keith Lee. No. So the only way he could do it is with Candice showing up somehow and him becoming the only two-time, I think it'd be the only two-time North American champion. I believe so. I believe you're correct. All right, Joe, who you got? I could see Johnny Gargano winning it. Because I could see a good feud between him and Keith Lee having a back and forth with the North American titles. All right. Earlier, I picked Mia Yim's team to win. Because I think Gargano takes the belt off Keith Lee. Because I think Keith Lee is getting ready to challenge for the NXT world title. Hmm. Because I don't anticipate Keith Lee this time next year being in NXT. At all. So I think they're about to push him to the moon for another reason that I'll talk about in the next match. So I'm picking Gargano to win. Just off the fact that Mia Yim won earlier, and you can't have both face people win. All right, next up in the match, this match has already been recorded, so whatever we pick has already been decided. NXT Championship, Adam Cole, Bebe, versus Velveteen Dream. Who you got, Matt? So, isn't the Backyard Brawl, isn't it like a WrestleMania 12 reference or something like that? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, honestly, like you said, it's already been recorded. So, it's going to come down to post-production of the entertainment value this match is actually going to hold. Okay. And it's a clash of characters. Like, Dream is so much more charismatic <laughs> than Cole is. Yes. Like, that is no contest. Um, honestly, we could flip a coin. And that we can flip a coin 50 times and it would be a more of a reference than us just picking these people. So 
and a shock, I'm going to go with the Velveteen Dream. Nice. Because I think it opens up more opportunities for NXT writers if he wins for different aspects of who can challenge. If Adam Cole wins, who's going to challenge him again? Like, I mean, he, I feel like he's ran through the whole roster like twice. Yeah, he's the, <laughs> he's the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. So, yeah, so I think that kind of comes to an end, and Cole can go do something else, maybe get pushed up to Raw or pushed up to SmackDown, not like immediately, but maybe he can go do something else because he has shown – it can be a cornerstone for this company. Correct. All right, Stephen, who you got? I I honestly I don't want Adam Cole to lose because he's on my roster. <laughs> yep. But I'm also gonna go with Dream because you know you know somehow or another the undisputed era is gonna be involved. Oh yes. And I think you know as promising as Dexter Loomis is. I think he's going to show up and somehow fight all three of them off. Yep, I do like Dexter Loomis. It's the same character he had in TNA. And that's going to be just enough. Enough yeah. And that's going to be enough to just even it out for Dream to win. Nice, I like it. Alright, Joe, who you got? I, I'm, I'm taking Velveteen Dream. It, it it's time for it's time to put dream it's time to put the belt on dream after how many God knows how many title matches he's had a lot it, it, it it's time to take the title off of Cole and I, I could see them I could see here in like the next few months or so giving undefeated era kind of like a shield push very nice all right I'm also going go ahead go ahead but I could I could I could see him I could I could see him going to Raw. And doing the same thing they did to Drew McIntyre that they did in NXT. Sure. Where they attacked gotcha. him when they first debuted. I do like that. I am going with Dream, so we're going to go four for four and picking the Velveteen Dream. And because Adam Cole's contract is up in a few months, I think they're getting ready to bring the entire Undisputed Era up and have a Shield-type run because they want Adam Cole to stay. His wife is in AEW, so we know if he left where he was going, they do not want to lose Adam Cole. But I think right now, with everything going on in our world, as crazy as it is, our new NXT champion will be the Velveteen Dream. I mean, if... If WWE loses Adam Cole... It loses a lot of credibility as a company, NXT does. Yes. Because I can show you that I know, like, the ratings or whatever were the closest they were this week. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? But NXT as a show will be shown as a weaker thing because their longest reigning champ is now with Cody Rhodes. And it's going to do amazing things in AEW if they don't do something with Adam Cole. Yeah. Because we know AEW. Because he's. He's stagnant. Yep. There's there's nobody in Dream has offered the biggest challenge. And like I said, I could dig a Velveteen Dream Keith Lee feud coming up. I would love that match. God, that'd be awesome. But I think they're getting ready to push Adam Cole to the moon because the rumor has it is Bobby Lashley is going to be your new champion next Sunday. 
That's the rumor. Mm. Yeah. And I think him being the almighty and then Adam Cole coming in as the undisputed could put an end to Bobby Lashley. Because they because they want to push Adam Cole quickly until his contract runs up. So I'm going with so, Velveteen Dream to win. And, and it's going to be a cinematic match, so I'm not surprised. Since it's already been filmed, it's going to be a cinematic thing. And WWE has done a phenomenal job with their cinematic matches. Yes, they have. I mean, they've all been entertaining. But like I said, on mine, it's going to really how they edit this together. Yep. It's going to really breathe, be the entertainment because I know this isn't going to be a long pay-per-view per se, but it needs to be a main event that they're proud of. Oh, absolutely. And it, it's simply amazing to me that the Velveteen Dream was cut very early on in his NXT or the whatever, the Tough Enough run. He was cut very on because they said he did not have the stuff to be a superstar. Josh Bridal, who won that year, has already been released, never made an appearance. ZZ, who finished second, was already cut, never made an appearance. And we have Patrick Clark, the Velveteen Dream, is about to be your next NXT champion. Well, that tells you right there. Someone tells you no. You keep grinding until they get a yes. So. Oh, absolutely. So I think that's a wonderful thing because Velveteen Dream, to me, is the modern take on the Macho Man Randy Savage. He's like Macho Man meets Rick Rude. Oh, yeah, that's 100% accurate. Welcome, uh, Internet died. Sorry. <laughs> so I just mentioned that the Velveteen Dream is modern-day Macho Man meets Rick Rude. Yeah, I can see it. And I think they're about to do a Keith Lee Velveteen Dream feud. And I think it's going to be great because the Velveteen Dream as a heel is great. Yes, I, I do enjoy it. I actually watched the last episode of NXT and I enjoyed seeing him on the TV. Yes, he's just he's one of my favorite going forward. That's why he's on my roster. So, all right, gentlemen, do you have any final words before we close out the NXT TakeOver In Your House prediction podcast? I mean, you know, while we're in our house, we might as well be in their house, in my house, watching In that's Your a, House. That, that's like In Your House wow. section right there. Mind blow. Boom. <laughs> wow, fourth wall breaking a fourth wall. That's like 16 walls. <laughs> this is 15,000 dimensions of stuff I never thought we'd see in my life. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, thank you so much, and I'll see you down the road. Woo! Thank you once again for tuning in to an episode of When the Bell Tolls of Big Cuz. I hope you have thoroughly enjoyed our breakdown of the card for tomorrow's NXT TakeOver In Your House pay-per-view. So thank you again for all your support, and remember, when the bell tolls, the match is over. Oh,